0: We just got about a minute left, but uh, yeah, search the comments. Say hi to one another. You may be able to see people as they join the broadcast. I can't, but I do see some comments. So welcome people in the Lord. Right, a digital holy kiss. Wonderful to um, to get to love on each other, even even here. So we were talking about problems. You're walking through some stuff, aren't you? Me too. And uh, so we'll talk about that a little bit. God's in it. And he's got it, but he doesn't always have it for what we want from it. (laughs) And that's hard. That's hard. And sometimes it feels even harder because that's true. So you share where you want prayer or or be an armor bearer for one another because knowing you're not alone matters. Knowing you're not alone really matters. Keep greeting each other. We're going to dive in here in just about another minute. Well, good morning, Grace Tribe. We are live, for those that are catching us live. And if you're catching the video later today, you can share this video on Facebook or YouTube or email, however you want to do it. Uh, but if you're catching it live, welcome. If you're catching it later, welcome. Just as glad you're here. Love getting to do this with you guys who show up uh live with us. And uh, if you're catching this on the podcast, want to welcome our podcast listeners. We were doing the broadcast before we were doing the podcast, Didn't mean for that to rhyme. We were doing the broadcast before we were doing the podcast. And so uh, I am not always in the habit of thinking, oh, there are people listening later, a year from now. But welcome to you guys. I am glad that you are here. I don't know about you, but uh, Christ is wonderful. He's my life. My circumstances are hard, and I'm trying to figure out how to get through them. Anybody else? Circumstances can be tough. Christ can be enough, but I don't always know how to reconcile those things. I don't always know how to reconcile those things. So the fact that I am, uh, have been up all night long shaking in pain. And I think that made me feel sickly because I was shaking so violently throughout the night, got up a few times, took some meds, wasn't sure if that was going to make me sick thought I might have a fever that's causing the shakiness uh, didn't want to make myself sick by taking meds you know I I don't know which comes first the pain and then the shaking or the sickness and then the pain and then the shaking I don't know but uh, it was a long night. Um, it was a long night. so uh, I thought we're not gonna do Q a today I don't I don't know that I have that attentiveness. In me, I mean, I want to, but I'm just, I'm not sure I can do Q&A today that I'm going to be my sharpest, but I am going to share about Paul dealing with struggles and his perspective of difficulty Um, because we've all got him. We've all got the struggle. Welcome to a fallen world and broken circumstances and flesh patterns that have consequences and uh, sin that lures us aside with those flesh patterns. Though that is not who we are, that is what we are contending with. And so I want to talk about that process from Paul's perspective. So we are, we're going to do that. I am glad you're here. Let's, uh, I hope you have some coffee. I'm trying to decide whether or not I can drink my coffee today. I'm trying. Um because I don't know if I was just hurting and then shaky and that made me feel sick or if I'm sickly and feverish and that's calling causing pain and shakiness. I don't know. I don't know which came first, so we're trying coffee. Coffee almost always helps. <laughs> and so uh especially after not sleeping uh all night long. So that's what I'm trying, but uh, but again, I want to chat more about that because my coping mechanisms never work for long, <laughs> and that can't be the goal. So here we go. Let's do this. You and me, a whole lot of grace and a little bit of togetherness, a, a little bit of Java, a whole lot of Jesus, a little bit of coffee, a whole lot of grace. Glad you're here. Can't wait to share more with you while I while I can. Awakening souls to our life in Christ. My name is Mike Q. Daniel, and we are celebrating all that we have in Christ Jesus by grace. Be sure to share your questions or prayer requests at MikeQDaniel.com. And I want to welcome you to Mike Q. Daniel Live with the Grace Tribe. well hello my friends woohoo indeed sometimes hard to pull out a (laughs) woohoo i just gotta tell you i'm not feeling much of a woohoo uh i'm feeling more like the oh no or the uh uh-oh than the woohoo anybody else maybe it's just me we've all got stuff if if we try to come on to this broadcast live every single day monday through thursday and it never looks like there are problems that we're dealing with, then we're just faking it. <clears throat> and I have no, no need or desire to do that. Paul had some problems. Good morning, folks. Mitzi, great to see you. Sheila, always glad that you're here. Kat, good morning. Kathy, good morning if you're just tuning in, I've had a rough night and I'm feeling pretty lousy. And that is the context in which I, <laughs> Laura Oliva says, me too, boo-hoo. Sometimes we feel more boohoo than woo-hoo. <laughs> uh, that's so true. So we need to take the verse we're going to look at today, which is Philippians 1.21, where Paul says, for me, He's talking about all the struggles he's going through and that he's under guard and they're probably going to kill me in the morning kind of thing, but to live is Christ. For me, to live is Christ and to die is gain. Good, good. Win, win. Live, Christ, score. Die, Christ, gain, score. Win, win. which is a great model for us. Dan, tell Jeshran, we're sorry he's sick. I got to know him a little bit, and that hurts my heart for you guys. We'll certainly be praying for him. Thank you for letting us know. What do you do when you feel more boo-hoo than woo-hoo? Paul is in prison. He's going to be executed. He... Uh, The only way he could get to Rome was by making himself a prisoner. They were going to let him go. He goes, no, I demand a a trial in Rome. You can't let me go. I demand my right to a Roman trial because I'm a Roman citizen. Can you imagine that? You're getting out of jail. And you go, no, 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 no. You can't let me out of jail. I demand my right to a Roman trial in Rome. I'm a Roman citizen. And they're freaking out. They're like, oh, we've been treating him badly and he's a Roman citizen. Oh, no. He's like, I demand a trial. You got to take me to Rome. So they find ships and the guards hop on the ships and they get shipwrecked. And they, you know, (laughs) he's there in Malta collecting firewood and working and serving people and sharing the gospel uh, as a prisoner. He could easily have escaped. He could have been let go. He could have escaped. What's he doing? Don't you think that it would have been better for him, for most of us, to get out of trouble and then do the best you can from the other side of a jail cell? That's what I would have done. I would have gone, praise God, they're letting me go. Now I've got to find a ship to Rome. Because <laughs> I feel like that's what God put on my heart. So that's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna now I'm free, but I can't get to Rome. I'll figure out another way. That's the next problem. You see, Paul is not really in the problem-solving business. He is in the know Christ in this business. Experience Christ as life in this business. Know him and make him known in all things business. So in Philippians 1.21, he's talking about in prison, probably going to die. They may take off my head. So pray that I'm bold in sharing the gospel to the very end as I know I will be because God is faithful and I have been up till now. And you know, it's really a win-win anyway, to live as Christ, to die as gang, all good. It's really very impressive. But see, Paul had been through some things. In uh Second Corinthians, ooh, I should have looked this up, Second Corinthians eleven, towards the end of that chapter, Paul talks about his suffering probably around verse 23, 24, 25, 27, 30, somewhere right in there. Second Corinthians 11, end of the chapter, 25-ish. Paul's describing being shipwrecked and beaten and whipped and uh, imprisoned, obviously, and cast out and thrown off cliffs and uh, he makes that famous statement that, You know, we die all day long. We're dying all the time. Every day we get up expecting to die. He's not giving a theological statement of going, you have to die daily. He doesn't say that. He says, we die daily. In other words, our life is forfeit every time we wake up in the morning. Paul never says, you must die to yourself daily. We've made that up completely. It's not in scripture. Jesus said, you have to deny yourself and take up your cross and follow me, which, by the way, if you're in Christ, you have done. You've given up. Your life apart from Christ, and taken up your co-crucifixion and resurrection with Christ, and are living in perfect fellowship in your union with Christ. You don't always act that way, but you're not trying to deny yourself all the time. You did deny yourself. You did take up your cross with Christ. You have been crucified and resurrected, and the new you need not be denied. The righteous, holy, gracious you need not be denied. Don't deny the new you. Embrace the new you to the praise of the glory of the grace of God. <clears throat> so, Paul had been through some things. Shipwrecks and snake bites and all manner of chaos. Eyesight problems and, you know, the, the, the realization he's literally murdering God's children whom he's now trying to convert people into the children of God, burdensome. A lot more boohoo than woo-hoo, you'd think. And then he makes this statement towards the end of his life to the Philippians going, you know what? It's all good. All the pain, all the suffering. He's not calling those things good. He's saying, if I'm here and going through it, I get to know Christ. Woohoo! And if they take off my head tomorrow in this Roman jail from which I am writing through Timothy to you, Philippians and church at large and posterity, Mike and Kathy and Donna and Rosina, who are going to listen to my words later, as I'm writing to you about to be killed, if I live, I get to know him in something I've never known him in before. Christ as life in this. He's not trying to solve his prison problem. He's not trying to solve his pain problem. There's nothing wrong with that. You have an opportunity to, you know, if, if popping an ibuprofen gets you out of pain and you can function more uh, that way, I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm saying that's not the goal. Paul says to live is to be painless. No. To live is to solve more problems. No. To live is to fix whatever needs fixing for you, for me, for others, so that they can trust God more because we fixed stuff. No. He says, and all of it to live is just Christ. Now I've heard some really good Bible teachers who take that passage and say, what he's saying is that in all things, Christ is his focus. So as he's suffering, he's focusing on Christ. And I think he is doing that. And I don't think that's a horrible interpretation, but that's not all he's saying. He's not saying to live is to focus on Christ. He's saying to live at all in this body today is Christ in me. It's Christ. Christ is the life in this. That's very different than I'm just fixing my eyes on Jesus, which is a wonderful statement. I'm all for us making Christ more central in our thoughts and actions in every way. But he's not saying, in the midst of my problems, I just looked at Jesus. He's saying, in the midst of my problems, my life is not the problems. And my life is not the solutions to the problems. In the midst of the problems, to me, literally says, for me, to live is Christ. It's him. Not problem fixing. Not victimization. Not the problem I'm going through or the solution to it. Wow. To be here in this is Christ to me. He's not saying Christ will get me through. He's saying if I don't get through this, Christ is my life in it until then. And when I don't get through it, I'm headed home. Win-win. I've never been shipwrecked. Probably my older brothers may have thrown some rocks at me, but I've never been stoned. Well, either way, that could be taken. I've never been stoned. I received a few whippings when I was a kid, but I've never been whipped like Paul was. 40 lashes, nearly dead, multiple times. I've never, well, I've fallen off a little cliff before on my bike, but I've never been thrown off a cliff to my death. I've not been thrown to lions. Paul's problems were bigger than mine. And his life was not solving them. His life was Christ in them. Sorry, having a hard time keeping my head up. Paul's problems were bigger than mine. Paul's problems were probably bigger than yours. He reconciled himself dead daily. Because if he wakes up again, he's probably not going to go to sleep again. Every day. We're going to be dead any minute. I don't, I don't feel that way. I mean, I do. I honestly, I do think that time's coming. I increasingly think I'm not going to be here long. What is that to me? Today, I get to not try to get as done as much as I can before I'm out of here. I used to feel that way. But today is going to be more, more of Christ, experiencing Christ, walking with Christ, knowing Christ to me. So that's a good thing. My life is not pain or lack of pain. My life is Christ. So today in pain, I get to know him. And in freedom from pain, I get to know him. If he doesn't heal me immediately, then I get to know him in dealing with it. And if he does heal me immediately, I get to know him as my victory. In all things, Christ is your life, not what he does for you. Dang it. In some ways, I just don't like that. What Christ does for you and what you do for him is not your life. He himself is your life in this. For to me, Paul says, to live isn't fixing, isn't suffering if I don't fix. To live is Christ. And to know him is life in a way I didn't know him yesterday. And in a way, if I live to see tomorrow, that I will not know him tomorrow unless I know it first today. Your life is not what God does for you. Your life is Christ. Your life is certainly not what you do for him. Your life is already Christ. My friends, my prayer for you and I today is not really, foremost, that he would fix all of your problems. Because in a very real way, your problems are very temporary. My pain and sleeplessness and neck weakness, trying to hold up my head, (laughs) is so very temporary. But I could know Christ in this in a way no one ever has because they've never sat in this chair feeling this way depending upon experiencing him as sufficient in it, not just to get me through it. Over and over and over, Christ delivered people in the midst of trouble before he delivered them from the trouble. Over and over and over. In the Old Testament, in the New Testament, people were delivered in it before they were delivered from it. That's what I want. I want to know Christ as life in this. And then he can deliver me from this or not. He can kill me. And I get to be embraced in his presence for eternity in a more tangible way, which he's my life now. I can't even imagine after I leave this mortal coil. I almost didn't come on this morning because my head is exploding. And I'm taking meds and they're making me ill. but I'd rather you know me knowing Christ a little bit in this than not. Isn't it better to see someone trusting Christ in trouble? We're not supposed to say things like this. (laughs) Isn't it better to see someone trusting Christ as sufficient in the midst of trouble than just seeing him deliver them from trouble? Because that's most of our experience. Most of us are not having Red Sea parting experiences every time there's a traffic jam. And so it's awfully good to see the sufficiency of Christ in it, the deliverance in it, the grace to live and be loving and to be available and for God's fruitfulness in it before we're delivered from it. Jesus consistently, God consistently delivers people in trouble before he delivers us from trouble. So why in the world wouldn't want to, why in the world wouldn't I want to know him in this instead of this just being a waste? Because this tr- trouble will pass. Either it will go away or get better or I'll die. And this moment will pass. Whatever trouble you're in will pass. and you will gain a knowledge of Christ as your life in a circumstance no one else on the planet will ever know except from you. I don't want to miss that with you today. I don't want to miss that with you today. I also don't want to put on some air like I'm great at this, because I'm not. It doesn't suck less just because Christ is sufficient in it. Life isn't always easier just because you can trust Christ in it. Victory doesn't come easy ever. But that doesn't mean we don't trust victory. And victory doesn't look like what we want a lot of times. But that doesn't mean it's not ours in Christ. Mm. I'm going to need to go, but I want you to know that Christ is in what you're in. He's in you in what you're in. You're not alone. He's in what you're in. Showed up at Lazarus' tomb. They cried. He cried. Take me where you laid him. They cried. He cried. Why weren't you here? Why weren't you here? I'm here now. I want to be with you in your grief, not just prevent the grief. I want to be with you in the loss, not just avoid the loss so that we can celebrate together the glory of God to the praise of my father's glory, grace to glory. I want to be in it with you in every extreme so that you can know me in it. For me, Paul says, and you can say, because it's true. And I'm trying to say, because I know it's true, but it's hard to embrace for me to live as Christ, to die as gain. Everything else is just the details of the day. So as always, my prayer for you would be, yes, everything you desire, I'm happy to pray for. I really am. But God knows better what is life to you and life learning him in your circumstances better than you do. He's working on something better than what you're asking from him. Excuse me. I'm so sorry. (laughs) So we aren't just trusting him for what we want from him. We're trusting what he wants for us. It's better than you can hope or imagine. So again, He's in you in this, whatever this is for you. You're not alone. He's in you in this, whatever this is for you today. And it's not for nothing, it's for something greater than it costs. Doesn't make it good. Doesn't mean that the pain is good. God never says, Oh, I'm glad you're in pain. No, He says what Christ said. I hate that we weren't there, but for your sake, I'm glad he fell asleep before we arrived so that you can see the glory of God. It's good for you, even though I had to suffer a loss I could have avoided because he's in it with them. He lost Lazarus and then raised him from the dead. He went through the loss so that they could see the glory of God. And you have it better than them because he's in you, not just with you. And this is not for nothing. It's for better than it costs. Doesn't make it good. Just makes it useful. He's in it with you. And this is not for nothing because he often delivers us in it before he delivers us from it. So I'll say, as I always do, and I mean it with my whole heart. Make today one in which you know Christ, know him as the end game of every situation. Know Him in this. So it's not for nothing. Know Christ more. Grow in grace as you trust Him in it for what He's doing in you. And then as He proves Himself sufficient, you know Him more and grow in grace, go love each other like crazy. Because no one can better than Christ in you. I sure do love you guys. Have an awesome day. Despite what you're contending with, You're not the fixer. You're the follower. You're not trying to know the victory. You will. You're trying to know him who is the victor. And instead of being about what you're contending against all the time, here's a maturity line for me and for you. Instead of being about what I'm contending against all the time, be about the one we are called to and walking with who is our rest in it all, our calling, not our contention in the circumstances of this life. Love you guys more than you know. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you for your prayers, and I will see you, Lord willing, on Monday.